On today's Smart 7, Rishi gets a Rwanda win, the UN votes for a Gaza ceasefire and lots more. It's Wednesday 13th of December, it's National Hot Chocolate Day and happy birthday, Taylor Swift. The Smart 7. It's news, but not for news. There was tragic news on Tuesday as one of the asylum seekers on the Bibby Stockholm barge was reported to have died, appearing to have taken his own life. It threw a shadow over the government's latest attempt to shut down illegal migration and start the process of moving the Safety of Rwanda bill through Parliament. After several days of frantic lobbying by Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, it looked as though he was facing a potentially embarrassing defeat as the right wing of the Tory party appeared set to rebel against the bill, which they don't believe goes far enough. Chair of the ERG group, Marc Francois, was busy making dire pronouncements shortly before the vote began. I have just chaired a meeting of what you in the media are now referring to as the five families. We have decided that we cannot support the bill tonight because of its many emissions. In the end, the vote passed with a majority of 44, which will be seen as a win for the Prime Minister, although at least 25 Tory MPs, including Robert Jenrick and Suella Braverman, deliberately abstained. They can be expected to continue to disrupt the bill's progress. Policing Minister Chris Phillips was pleased that the government's bill can now proceed. Not a single Conservative MP voted against this piece of legislation. Of course the government's going to listen in an open and constructive way. If anyone has sensible ideas to make sure there are absolutely no loopholes, that is the objective, to make sure this bill is solid, that it can't be unpicked by the courts. The drama over the Rwanda vote consumed most of the news headlines on Tuesday, but Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer was in Milton Keynes, making a speech to mark the fourth anniversary of Labour's dramatic general election loss under Jeremy Corbyn's leadership. He used the speech to describe how he's rebuilt the party, to focus on working people and promise that if you want lower immigration, you should vote Labour. He also took time to criticise Rishi's Rwanda scheme ahead of the vote. It won't work. It'll cost a fortune, £290 million already, without a single person having gone, and it's against our values. But meanwhile, in the House of Commons, as the debate on the safety of Rwanda bill unfolded, Labour's Shadow Home Secretary Yvette Cooper didn't miss the chance to pin the chaotic atmosphere squarely on the Tories. But this should be a debate about how we prevent lives being lost and how we fix the broken asylum system. Instead, We've just got total Tory chaos. What a fine mess this weak Prime Minister has got them all into and got the country into. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky was in Washington on Tuesday. He was hoping that a personal appearance would help to speed up the logjam in vital military aid for his country as Russia's war continues. Things didn't go well, though. He met with senators behind closed doors, but they remained unmoved as Republicans insist that any new aid package includes changes at the US border. Zelensky also visited the White House and met with President Biden, where he managed to find another $200 million for Ukraine. But it's increasingly clear that nothing major is likely to happen until at least the new year. Zelensky says the only beneficiary of the current impasse is Russia. Let me be frank with you, France, if there's anyone inspired by unresolved issues on Capitol Hill is just Putin and his sick clique. 
pressure is growing on Israel to declare a humanitarian ceasefire in its war on Hamas. For the first time on Tuesday, US President Biden signaled that the US is aware that Israel is losing global support as it continues its bombardment of Gaza. He says Israel can continue to count on US backing, but warned that indiscriminate bombing had to stop. The US was one of just 10 nations to vote against a UN General Assembly resolution on Tuesday, calling for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire. The result of the vote is as follows. 153 in favor, 10 against, 23 abstentions. Draft resolution has been adopted. Still to come on today, Smart 7, Zac Efron gets a star and Man United crash out of Europe. Right after this. Welcome back. It was a massive Champions League night on Tuesday for Manchester United. After a pretty poor group stage, they only had one chance to make it to the next round. They needed to beat tabletoppers Bayern Munich and hope that FC Copenhagen and Galatasaray finished level. In the end, none of that happened. Copenhagen beat Galatasaray 1-0 to head to the knockout stages and Bayern Munich beat Man United 1-0 to knock them out of not just the Champions League, but out of Europe entirely. Manager Eric Ten Hag, who's overseen 12 losses in 23 games, was sounding determined if a little downhearted. We, we know we want to be more consistent and then uh, me as a manager, I have to improve the team, uh, the team progress, um, I have to guide them and the players have to take the responsibility, so we have to do that together. Zac Efron has been honoured with his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He's currently starring in wrestling movie Iron Claw, which saw him beef up alongside Bear star Jeremy Allen White. But Zac has been a worldwide star since he turned 19. He broke through in High School Musical and there must still be a million lunchboxes out there with his smiling face on them. He took a moment while unveiling his star to remember his friend Matthew Perry. I really also want to mention someone that's not here today, and that's Matthew Perry who was so kind and generous with me while we worked on 17 again. Collaborating with him in Burst Years, it was so much fun and it really did propel me and motivate me in, in so many ways. It, it really pushed me into the next chapter of my career and for, for that, thank you so much, Matthew. Timothy Chalamet is having a bit of a moment right now. His new musical prequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory called Wonka is getting great reviews. Now, the trailer has just dropped for the second part of his science fiction blockbuster series, Dune. The sequel is just called Dune 2, and it sees Chalamet and Zendaya return, along with a stellar cast in the Sand and Worms epic. The movie is due to hit cinemas in June 2024. This is a form of power that our world has not yet seen. The ultimate power. I will love you as long as I breathe. You will never lose me as long as you stay who you are. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world.